this is fuse box number 116 undercover overdrive and you just can't seem to get out of first gear hell i can't even get out of the car hello friends and welcome in to Fusebox. I'm your thinking about huffing the smell from the radiator again. Host, Mark Rose, and uh, this is indeed uh, number 116, deliriously entitled Undercover Overdrive. And uh, I just. Let me ask you, how many uh, pink Tinkerbells did it take to come up with that one? <laughs> Not a one. And uh, as I keep reminding you, sir, it's a green fairy. That that beverage known as absinthe. Yeah, it's referred to as the green fairy, not the pink Tinkerbell or whatever. Well, it's all just a little too precious for me, I guess. Well, okay. And that, that of course, is uh, the grumbling, yet not at all dulcet tones of our mediator of the meters himself. Milt. Canes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. So, uh, what you been doing? Reading back issues of Car and Driver or something? (laughs) Well, actually, no. This was one of those times where the title just uh, struck me like a bolt of rancid jello from the heavens, you know? You don't say. No, I clearly do say. Perhaps even banana flavor, or maybe plaid. Wait a minute. Wait. Let me. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, it's about somebody's hidden strength. Why, Mr. Keynes, that is truly astonishing. That is exactly what I meant. Well, elementary, my dear Seamus. Shall I fetch your calabash pipe and deer stalker cap? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Well, it, it makes sense the way you think. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm catching on to that process now. It took me nearly five years, but I think I'm getting to know the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we all think of overdrive as something that kind of waits around until we need it, right? Yeah. Kicking it in when we have a, a, a tough climb or need to get around somebody and being... Uh, Undercover may mean we we don't know the power we actually have till it's uncovered. You're astounding, Mr. Keynes. I could not have summed that up better myself. Oh, well, thanks, man. Huh. I mean, that's just truly dazzling. Well, uh, yes, there there is this notion that at times, uh, many times actually, we, we may tend to uh, underestimate our strengths. And uh, every so often... Something works with us to help uh, uncover that deep resource, and uh, we power through. Yeah, like vodka and Yoo-Hoo does for me. Well, you know, I was thinking about something a wee more ethereal. Although, I suppose you could stretch the analogy there and say it was of a spiritual nature. Hallelujah. Yeah, just one of life's many funny things. You know what I mean? So we have a nice eclectic mix on the show this time out. We have a new Twisted Epiphanies segment in the queue. 
as uh, well as a note about a live local event featuring some twisted epiphany readings. How about that? Coming up, uh, we also have a spin on a uh, <laughs> semi-regular feature here that uh, honestly must be experienced to believe. Truly, this thing will blow your already highly distressed and uh, a little rusted right there. See that thing there? Yeah. Mind. Oh, I just put Bondo on my mind, so, uh, you know, I'm good. The always prepared Mr. Keynes and I will uh, return with more Secrets of the Universe and how to make a really great cheese Danish after this important distractionism. <laughs> TheFuseBoxShow.com Alrighty then, friends. So, uh, as many of you know, here at FuseBox, uh, we are captivated by the goings-on in a little state down south where uh, things can be downright surreal sometimes. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that it's uh, marching to a different drummer. Yes, an uncoordinated squid drummer with positively no sense of rhythm. <laughs> so our uh, partner in audio chaos, uh, Jeff Pollard, sent this little link along to me the other day, and uh, <laughs> I have to say, this is astoundingly grand. This, shall we call it a uh, uh, game was first posted on Tumblr, I believe, but has since uh, been tweeted and shared all over the damn place. And it involves doing a, a rather simple thing and then just waiting for the search results to amaze and amuse you to no end. So here's the deal. Go to your favorite uh, search uh, type engine thingy. Uh, Google does seem to work best for this kind of thing, but maybe they're just playing along too, I don't know. But anyway, type into your search field there the following. Florida man, followed by your birth date. And oh, you don't need uh, the year of your birth as much unless you just want to be really hyper anally specific and all that. But uh, month and day is plenty. And uh, then just see what you get. <laughs> Here's what I got from typing uh, the month and day. I'm reading it directly from the page here, folks. Burlington Upskirting. <laughs> Giovanni Verona, 44, of Hialeah, Florida, was arrested last week for allegedly placing his cell phone under a woman's dress to record a video without her knowledge. The incident occurred inside Walmart on Mount Holly Road, and store personnel contacted police after witnessing the crime. When police arrived, they spoke with Verona and allegedly found the video on his cell phone. The victim, who was still in the store, was then notified of the incident. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, man. No. Try it. I swear. Again, you just can't make this stuff up. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay, no, I got, I got to try. Yes, let me, uh, please. Let me see here. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, yeah, let's see. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, got a live one, did you? Oh, buddy. Listen to this one. Okay, all right, all right. So so I uh, I typed my birthday, and uh, up pops this. Florida man robs gas station while wearing drawn-on goatee. <laughs> the Pasco County <laughs> Sheriff's Office is searching for a robbery suspect who apparently drew a fake beard on himself. Authorities describe the man as a heavy-set white male in his 30s wearing a red bandana and obviously some sort of Sharpie goatee. They got a picture in here. <laughs> the incident happened at the Holiday Gas Station located at 1937 U.S. 19 in Holiday, Florida. Okay, okay, sad thing is, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a phenomenon, man. It's a phenomenon. As a matter of fact, uh, when I did the uh, search for the first time, I actually had to go to the second page to find the stories because the first page was all the noise about doing this thing in the first place. You know, it's kind of a major meta event, friends. A thing talking about a thing it's doing that is more of a thing than the thing it's talking about doing. I, it, well, as they say, we gotta be happy with the things we gotta be happy with. <laughs> yes, they do. And specifically, Adrian Ballou does. Thank you, Adrian Ballou and King Crimson for that... Uh, all too true nugget there. All right. I got to put Pollard's birth date in here and see what the hell comes up. Oh, God. I think we need his consent first, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Seems you're two for two. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This is a good one for sure. Oh, my God. You were right, though. I had to go uh, a couple pages down to find the actual story here. Yeah, the, but that'll change as soon as this novelty runs out. But uh, it's still pretty novel. Gotta say. All right. <laughs> Dig this one. Florida man accused of putting semen in co-workers' water. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Tallahassee man. man is being accused of putting semen in a co-worker's water and blaming it on his exhausting work schedule. The woman and her uh, supervisor reviewed security footage and saw Tyson, that's the guy, enter her office and uh, tamper with her mug, <laughs> according to court records. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, children? Tampering can lead to baldness. Hairy palms and then jail time. Oh, this is too much fun, man. Uh, who else do we know we can put in here? Hey, let's put in Milo's. Well, uh, do Japanese pocket squirrels have birth dates? Hell, they're both registered voters. All right. Well, what's, what's Milo's BD? Uh, January 12th. All righty. Yeah. Man, I got to scroll down quite a bit here. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's one. Yeah. <laughs> here's one here. All right. Pinellas Park, Florida. Deputy said a man from South Florida who thought he stole a couple of opioid pills ended up stealing laxatives. Oh, God. <laughs> the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office arrested 56-year-old Peter Hans Emery Jr. on a felony charge of petty theft. Investigators said he's caught on camera opening the victim's lockbox 
taking a pill bottle and dumping several pills into his hand before walking away. Authorities said the pill bottle had a label on it which read hydrocodone acetaminophen. The bottle actually contained equate gentle laxatives. Not exactly the high he was looking for, I suspect. Huh? <laughs> man. Shall we do Eco's birth date then, too? You're kind of digging this, aren't you? Yeah, man, I think we should do a whole <laughs> show on this. <laughs> uh, November 15th. 11-15. Hey, ain't that some kind of mystical Illuminati number or something? Probably. I'm sure the gates of some hell dimension are slowly opening as we speak. Royal Palm Beach, Florida. Florida man was arrested by U.S. Marshals after he allegedly threw an alligator into a drive through window at Wendy's fast food restaurant in Royal Palm Beach, Florida. 24-year-old Joshua James of uh, Jupiter, Florida, was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and possession of an alligator without authority for the stunt, according to Palm Beach County Jail Records. His bond was set at $3,000. Whoa, wait, what about the alligator? Wendy's isn't thinking of offering a new spin on burgers here, is it? Yeah, each burger comes with a set of loafers, too. Now, it said here <laughs> that uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife officials told WPTV that the uh, alligator was released into a nearby canal after the incident. Where it quickly went to Burger King as it had intended. Yeah, some Wendy's marketing guy just decided to be a bit more persuasive. <laughs> since, you know, no one's watching their fucking ads anymore, so... <laughs> yes, friends, uh, much fun to be had by all, and uh, this is one of those rare times where we definitely get to say, Try this at home, kids. Yeah, and we also get to say... What the fuck, Florida? Hello, Mrs. Johnson. Is Billy home? Hi, Tommy. I'm afraid Billy's gone fishing with his father, Mr. Johnson. But please come in. I made cookies. Would you like to try my cookies, Tommy? Oh, boy. I sure would, Mrs. Johnson. I really like cookies. Billy always brags about your cookies. Great, Tommy. Have a seat and enjoy my cookies. They're really hot, so be careful not to burn your tongue on my cookies. Gosh, Mrs. Johnson, your cookies are so soft and moist. I could eat your cookies I'll go. Thank you, Tommy. By the way, where did you get that great fuse box t-shirt? It really shows off your arms. Have you been working out? Thank you, Mrs. Johnson. I buy fuse box merchandise at thefuseboxshow.com. They have... Lots of really cool stuff. 
you should check it out and buy lots and lots of Fusebox stuff for Billy. Just click on the Fusebox store link and start shopping. It's that easy. That does sound easy, Tommy. TheFuseboxShow.com, huh? Thank you. Say, Tommy, when you're done enjoying my cookies, maybe you'd like to stay and go for a swim in my pool. Boy, would I. Thanks, Mrs. Johnson. May I have another cookie, please? <laughs> of course, Tommy. Say, how would you like to make out with me before you go swimming? I sure would, Mrs. Johnson. Gosh, you're the best. Mm. Oh, Tommy. Oh, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> Way to go, Tommy. And remember, you can get your Fusebox merchandise at thefuseboxshow.com. Apply to infected area only. Batteries not included. You know, we love us you some spice. <laughs> You're a little late. <laughs> you know, we love us some spoken word on this here program. And uh, that's no secret. We, uh, we feature it frequently, particularly in a uh, segment we call Twisted Epiphanies, which are uh, readings with a little uh, audio enhancement uh, added to the process. Uh, these are, are a, a, an immense treat to do uh, for me in terms of production and hopefully uh, a treat to experience uh, as well because we have a new one here by writer and filmmaker Kelly Baker. And uh, afterwards, I'll share some news regarding uh, Mr. Baker's live readings as well as a live Twisted Epiphanies performance. But first, here's Kelly Baker's Elevators. How do you feel when you ride in an elevator? I get nervous. There is something about being in a small box held onto by cables that rockets you 35 stories off the ground, dangles you there while you get in or out, and then plunges 35 floors to get you back to the street. It doesn't seem natural, and it feels dangerous. I don't want my stomach to jump up to my throat whenever I'm traveling in an elevator. It doesn't seem right. I don't want to think about being suspended 35 flights up by a cable. We hear about elevators getting stuck, but we never hear about them falling down. Elevators are designed by engineers and have been around forever. And the idea of having to climb 35 flights of stairs to get to your office every day seems foolish and a lot of hard work. I'm told that in addition to cables, they have brakes as a backup, so even if a cable gives way or snaps, the brakes will hold the elevator in place. I was in an elevator once that got stuck. It was an outdoor elevator in Seattle, and it was a hot, sunny day. And the elevator suddenly stopped in the middle of its ascent. 
As the sun beat down on us passengers, I realized there was a baby among us that I started to worry about. Then I realized the baby needed its diaper changed. Badly. I stopped worrying about the baby and started worrying about my own breathing. Why not build escalators instead? I would take one of those up 35 floors. Well, not the same one. You'd have to get off on each floor and get on the next one. It seems so much safer. But according to statistics, elevators are safer than escalators. There are 20 times more elevators than escalators, but only one-third more accidents. And riding in an elevator is safer than driving a car. An average of 26 people die in elevator accidents a year. To put that in perspective, there are 26 car-related deaths every five hours. So why am I afraid of elevators? Because the Otis Elevator Building in Portland is only one story tall. Think about it. If they don't trust elevators, why should I? thought of that. I have been by that damn building a million times. Never put the two things together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why Kelly is providing a valuable community service here, you know, to enforce the irony wherever and whenever possible. Wow. Wow, indeed. Really great piece there from uh, Kelly Baker. And, uh, We shall be hearing more from him in subsequent shows, but uh, speaking more immediate, like uh, end of April immediate, on April 24th, uh, Kelly is hosting another in his uh, series of readings called Literary AF, also known as Literary as Fuck. That's right. At this uh, wonderful little establishment known as the Cider Mill Pub in Portland. And uh, believe me, there is nothing soft about the drinking that goes on there. Just saying. So these uh, literary AF things are uh, where a group of writers read short pieces that uh, they have concocted for the amusement and uh, amazement of all in attendance. And I got to say, I've, uh, I've been only to a couple of them, but they're highly entertaining and uh, wonderfully irreverent in many cases as you might expect. Is there a naked book binding? Uh, only in your mind, Mr. Keynes, which is uh, probably a very good place for it to stay. <laughs> as I say, it's on uh, April 24th at the Cedar Mill Pub and starts around 7-ish. And uh, this time, yours truly and Jeff Pollard and uh, who knows who else from the Fusebox clan will be in attendance as well, as uh, we're going to do the first of what we, uh, we're all hoping will be a rather semi-regular thing, live readings of select twisted epiphanies with uh, audio embellishment done on the spot, in front of your very faces. Absolutely no nets or emergency vehicles will be used in this death-defying act of art. 
Well, let me ask you, uh, is a hearse classified as an emergency vehicle? Because uh, that's what I'd be driving. So, you know, I don't want to get turned away at the door for uh, prohibited vehicular style and shit. Uh, fear not, Mr. Keynes. It, uh, it will be just fine. And there is plenty of free parking. Better if you get there early, though. Looking forward to that. Not often I get to uh, play in a live setting these days, but this is the perfect project for me and one I've uh, talked about doing for hell, it seems like, (laughs) years now. No, man, Portland's a perfect place for something like that, bro. No, people dig that kind of stuff around here for real. Yes, yes, they do. And uh, my hope is that uh, we can make a... uh, like I say, a semi-regular thing of this in places around town here as, uh, as it develops. And uh, on uh, that particular literary chord, and I, I think that actually might be X minor flat five. What do you think? Yeah, 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 it's got to be it. Uh, we shall call it a show, but not before thanking our always overdriven but never put up wet Contributors on this edition of Fusebox, Kelly Baker, Laura Dine, Nico Lane, Eric Newsom, Jeff Pollard, and Joshua Willis. And as always, thanks to the nimble fingers and action figure ready, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance. My pleasure as always, amigo. Lest we forget, abundant thanks to you, friends, for once again fearlessly pushing play on this edition of the show. And a kindly reminder to uh, subscribe, if you would be so kind, at whatever location you might have found this humble program, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the now nearly famous Overnightscape Underground channel, OnSug.com. We uh, so very much appreciate it. And uh, I have been your hidden in plain sight host, Mark Rose, saying until our next cartoon. Fuse.